Fide, and welcome to another episode of A Fistful of Talent. I'm your host, Jonagan Charfris. You know what? Let's get right to it because I am super stoked to have um, this gentleman on as this episode's guest. Um, I had the opportunity to interview him two years ago uh, via Skype when I was hosting In the Mix. And, uh, you know, I found out he was on island and I had to jump at the opportunity to, to get him on here. And, you know, he... He was like, let's do it. And so I have with me a music producer, David Park, a.k.a. David Dior. Hafaday. Hafaday, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming in. And, and it's great to finally meet you in person. Yeah. I know, I mean, it's crazy to think it was two years ago. Yeah, time when flies. I was, when I was looking at our interview and I'm like, God, has it been that long? I mean, just thinking about um, the song coming out t- two years ago, too. and. Yeah. So much has happened since then, and and um, I wanted to definitely like catch up with you. But you know, for those that are listening, you know, let's kind of give like a, a background. You know, you were born in California, but when you were still little, you yeah. guys relocated to to Guam, right? That's correct. We uh, yeah, I moved out here like when I was like three. And, and you've been here ever since, right? Grew up here, my whole life. Yeah. And you graduated from Harvest uh, two thousand two thousand and eight. Like 11 years ago. It's crazy. <laughs> Reunion time is coming up yeah. soon. No, that actually passed. I was sad. Like, no one wanted to do anything. They're like, let's yeah. wait till like, 15 or 20. I think everyone's 20. gone. Like, a lot of us are, like, all spread out. Doing so their own it's, thing. like, hard to, like, put a reunion together. Especially, like, <laughs> tickets to Guam is not Ridiculous. cheap, you know? <laughs> but, you know, when you... So, around what time? I mean, was it already in high school where you were kind of just feeling you were into music? Oh, I was always, like, a music fan mm-hmm. before, even before all the producing stuff. I didn't really get into producing till like, I was in college, right after my first year of college. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was always, like, a really big music fan. I was, that's all I would talk about with my friends. And I was constantly on blogs, like, rap blogs, see who the, I wanted to see who the new wave of artists are and, like, um, what the new songs were and just like it's like exciting to me and I'm just like a really big music fan like re- every music like pop music rock music um, rap music all of that reggae <laughs> and I noticed and I and from our conversation I know that it was 2015 was like the critical year where it was like kind of like make or break for you yes um, it was but you you, you decided, you know, both you and your girlfriend were were in jobs that you weren't really feeling, yes, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we were just working every day, the same job, and just, um, it wasn't something that we wanted to do. It wasn't something that made us happy. It just paid the bills. And I felt like I was still, like, young enough, and I got to try something. Like, I've moved out to the States many times before that, and, mm-hmm. like, it just didn't work out. But I was like, this This is like my last try. <laughs> like, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go back to Guam and just, like, do what I have to do. But luckily, it, it all worked out. You know, it was a lot of, it was a wild ride. Because yeah. I, I remember you saying that to, um, that when you finally made the decision, you guys were going to move to L.A., mm-hmm. that you started to save up money. Yeah. You even hit up the flea market. Yep. yep. <laughs> we hit up the Dedero flea market at, like, 4 a.m., we brought all the stuff that we didn't need, everything that I had, and um, just tried to sell everything just so we can have some like extra money before we moved out. Sold my car, 
Um, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy time. What were, I mean, were your parents, were your families, like, supportive? Were they, like, okay? Yeah, so my mom was just, like, sick of me having her. She was just, like, <laughs> go do something. Yeah, please. When I told her, I was, like, I'm going to go to the States and try to, like, find a job or, like, just make something out of myself. And she was, like, she was fully on board just because, like, she knew what I was doing out here. I wasn't really doing anything with my life like i couldn't really land a job i applied to a lot of places but <laughs> i don't know like i thought i was pretty qualified i have a lot of experience <laughs> in work uh, working jobs like i've been working since i was like 17 so uh but i just wasn't like it was hard especially because i don't i don't have a bachelor's i dropped out after one year mm-hmm. and it was hard um but yeah thank god this music stuff worked <laughs> out because i don't know what i'd do if this didn't work out yeah and then when you finally arrived, at what point did you guys arrive in L.A.? We arrived uh, June 8, 2015. And I know that it has to be, you know, just because, well, you've, you mentioned that you would move to the States before. I guess this time, um, was there, I guess, a plan in place? Like, we were going to find jobs or we we're going to find a place? For sure. We had, I had this whole thing, like, in my head. Just, like, I played it over and over soon as we land, I had to get a car, <laughs> I had to get an apartment, I had to get a job. So that's like the first three things we had to do. And um, yeah, th- it, luckily it worked out. It, it, it took like a good week and it, it was rough for me and, and Clarissa also. And, but I was lucky enough to get hired by this escrow company and I was just doing like office clerical work and stuff like that. And... I was able to find a car on Craigslist, just bought it straight up cash. <laughs> and it was like a really used, I still actually drive that car. It's like a 2012 Kia. Like, it's like super broken down. I'm still driving that though. I'm just driving it till the wheels fall off, you know? Well, it's a reminder too of where you yeah, kind of like started yeah. from and everything. And it's just like, I'm not really into cars like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and then, and the, and the thing too I think that helps is that you were it wasn't you were doing it on a, alone you know you had Clarissa there yeah too. that super helped just like because <laughs> if one of us was having like a mental breakdown we gotta have the <laughs> other person to just like support us you know slap you and be we like we were so <laughs> alone out there and um, and then eventually we made a lot of a couple friends like really good friends and some of them one of them is like from Guam also his mm-hmm. name's Dom he mm-hmm. took really good care of us out there um and our friend sherry was out there too and yeah they like it was it was amazing yeah that the really helped Im- and the importance too of networking and connecting and mm-hmm. especially in a new you know in a place that you you know m- may not know a lot of people and everything mm-hmm. for, and that was 2015 and then then in you know 2017 you have the song uh i'm the one come out <laughs> so i guess between 2015 and 2017 i guess what did you have to do or what networking connecting did you have to do to i guess get to that point so the only type of networking i would have said i did was so i was just working my day job and then i would be still making beats on the side and making songs on the side and uh, i had uh my my friend nick nick knack his i had his number when i met him in guam like two years before that and I thought I'd try contacting him to see, just not even about the music, just like, cause we like became friends out here. So I just wanted to catch up with him. And then 
and then uh, I contacted him and he wanted to hear what I was working on and stuff like that so I just sent him a bunch of like the stuff I've been making and he like instantly loved it and he wanted to he wanted me to like join him like in this like partnership partnership and uh yeah it's been great since then like we made i'm the one like the second time we worked together and uh yeah it's been it's been crazy since then yeah and i think too what is really important is is i guess fighting trust with certain people because yeah. let's face it the music industry is is yeah. it's a tough one yeah. and, and finding people like who who to trust and who to kind mm-hmm. of watch your back i mean what was it about knickknack that kind of he this just guy's seemed, like legit he's like he's been in the game for a long time he's been making music since he was in like middle school or like elementary i think um so he and he's had his prior hits like loyal by chris brown and he did the pia song um what's that song called um do it again mm-hmm. he did do it again and he did sean kingston was khalifa all these like big artists already before meeting me and he didn't have to work with me at that point already the industry loves him mm-hmm. like everybody loves him he's really well known there and um but he really like likes what like the work that i do and like we have a really good chemistry going right now and a really great part we're like we have a solid partnership we get a lot done together and um yeah we've just been doing well ever since like just working with each other yeah so and then how did i'm the one come about i guess how did uh dj khaled i guess um hear about you too um well dj khaled knew about nick already Mm -hmm. uh he, he every year he'll like hit him up asking for beats and stuff like that and uh i think for i'm the one it was like our publisher that signed us. She she got it to him because she's also an A and R. So she got the song to him, and it was like the second song we made together, and we forgot about it. Like, and then two years, like a year or two later, he hit us up saying that he's going to be using the song, and that's how it happened, basically. When meeting these people, I mean, and because I'm sure you, you you've gotten used to to working you know with these artists and do you are, has there ever been a point where you feel starstruck uh for sure uh let's see like when i was in the studio with ty dollar sign that was crazy i was super starstruck just because he's super talented i feel like he's like the modern nate dog mm-hmm. just the way he sings and he writes his own stuff too um yeah the I've been starstruck many times, <laughs> but now it's like, it's cool now. It's just like, <laughs> it's still always awesome, but I've learned to like be chill about it and just like not to ask for pictures freak or nothing like and that. And then freak out later. Yeah. Freak I, out when I'm in the comfort of my home. Yeah. I'm like slicker <laughs> about it. Yeah. I'll just like, I'll freak out when I get home and tell Clarissa, like, oh my God, look, you know who came and, you know, it's, it's cool. Because, you know, the one thing that I really appreciate about you is that despite all you know your successes and everything how you've remained so grounded <laughs> you're still that island boy you know you're still that island boy you still sure. miss sure. uh kings and of you know course. in places that you used to hit up and and one thing that always sticks out to me is that i remember you during a, your inter- or the interview that we did on skype how you mentioned um back in the day you would you know just hang out a coffee beanery in the front outside with like yeah. your laptop and 
up to now like when you come and visit i you you, you take you know, yeah that. you're still yeah. doing that yeah. is it something to kind of like remind you of just, where you came it, from? it feels nice it feels nice to be there um the like there's not a lot of people and um just i just wanted to try it out again you know <laughs> see if i can cook something <laughs> yeah. like magical you know like bring that feeling back that's when i was like my most hungry point i wanted to be something so bad so that's a good place to like remind me and like i see a lot of my friends there randomly so that's a cool thing too like oh yeah, wow you're yeah, we know where to my... still find you yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not hiding or nothing i'm always there so. <laughs> yeah I, I go there from time to time yeah. were you anticipating this such success with i'm the one no not at all like at the magnet at that magnitude no there was no way i couldn't even fathom it i still can't fathom it in my head just the just because of how well it's done it's like doing ed sheer in uh ed sheer numbers you know like mm -hmm. so it's like really unbelievable to me um it doesn't feel real still because when when we were talking about it and it would just release, you know, we were, we were joking about how it's going to be like the summer banger, which, yeah. which it was because yeah. every station was yeah. playing it. And and then then you start to see like the numbers rise like in on the YouTube on the video. Yeah. I think the video has like what a billion over a billion. Yeah. And then I know as of June, you posted something where it's the song is seven times certified platinum yeah <laughs> in the states yeah and so you know you hang it and you you know you have this this acknowledgement hanging on your wall mm -hmm. is it like a constant reminder to you that well you know this hard work all the sacrifice the taking the leap of faith and mm -hmm. leaving while moving here i mean it was it serve as a reminder that it was all worth it one thousand percent yeah one thousand percent i'm every day i'm just like i'll look at it i'll be like I can't believe this worked out. Like, <laughs> still, like, oh my god! Like, what if anything else happened? I don't know what. I can't picture it. It's just like it's so crazy. Just how everything. We were just at the right place at the right time with the right song, with all of that. You know, we were just in the perfect situation, and it opened a lot of doors for me. Yeah. So much yeah. so that in the following year. Yeah. Uh, no-brainer yeah and i guess how did that uh was that another was, did they reach out to you again i was back for guam live and the day after guam live i was just uh my girl takes a while to get ready <laughs> before I go out so i have a lot of downtime during <laughs> while she gets ready so during that time i'll be making beats or just doing whatever but i was making beats in my brother's room on my laptop while she was getting ready and stuff like that so during that time that's when i cranked i was just like let's crank out a quick beat and that's when no brainer happened and then um, my publisher got a hold of it again she wanted me to send her a pack of beats so i sent her a pack of beats and she really liked the beat for no brainer and she was like i think khaled would really like this and then she sent it to khaled and khaled like loved it and he said don't give this to anyone <laughs> like just like the year before i was like, okay and and then no brainer happened which was super awesome yeah. it was around the summertime yeah too, right yeah. it was it came out a little later because i'm the one came out in like april 28 mm -hmm. while no brainer came out in july 27 like i remember all the dates I know. yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's like something i can't forget and and for that i mean that too was again it was yeah, you know it did it really was, well it debuted at number five i think it could have done better but 
Boot Up came out. <laughs> uh, that Kiki song by Drake. <laughs> that song came out. Those were amazing songs. So I wasn't even mad that I'm just like honored that you're it was at, like, that, like, at that tier, level, yeah. you know. Being top five is already good enough for me. I'm if it if the song does great, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me really excited. But just putting out songs makes me the most happy, big or small, doesn't matter. And you know th- the thing too is that Khaled, I guess, trust you know, he, like he's already you know he used you for I'm the one, and then yeah. he used the beat again, so he's comfortable. I mean, he knows like your kind of music, so it's like he he feels you know like. Okay, there was the success of this one, and then, you know, mm-hmm. let's use him, use, use his beats for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was at his, I was at Khaled's studio a month before No Brainer came out. Um, he wanted to play us the final product with Bieber on it and all that. So he had us come through to his house. I met his son, so cute. Um, met his wife or his baby mama, and. Uh, got to check out the studio and he played us all the songs that were going to be on the future album and he played us no brainer and i was just like losing it in my mind <laughs> and i was just like telling him i was like yo uh, like thank you like before when i saw him again at the house i was just like thank you so much for everything you know Hey everybody, and what is going on? Jason Salas here with KUM Digital, and I'm going to get you right back to your show in just a moment, but I am popping in to let you know about the amazing opportunities you have to sell your brand, get customers for your service, or promote your event on all our library of podcasts on the KUM Podcast Network. Our shows have global distribution and are sent to all the major podcast directories and devices, from mobile phones and tablets to laptops and smart speakers to integrated TVs and all on demand. By running an audio ad on the KUM Podcast Network, you'll guarantee timely exposure and market penetration for your stuff and see immediate results no matter what your end game or actionable items are. You want to drive downloads for a cool new app that you've built? Done. Want to see your restaurant gain an instant surge in foot traffic? Easy peasy, man. Does your business need some sort of boost? All you got to do is plug a promo code that ties into an incentive and see measurable, tangible results that very same day. Podcasting is the internet's fastest growing ad platform, and you can reach customers and partners now. To find out more about our ad opportunities and how podcast plugs can work for you, get in touch with us at podcast at KUAM.com. Just think about it. Your ad could be running right here instead of my shrill voice, and your business would have a big leg up on the competition. So don't let this opportunity to connect with customers, extend your reach, and increase your effective exposure pass you by. Get in touch with the KUM digital marketing experts by emailing podcasts at KUAM.com. That's podcasts, plural, at KUAM.com. And let us put together an effective marketing plan for your stuff, just like this ad has been. See what I did there? All right, everybody. We're going to talk to you soon. But for now, let's get you back to this podcast. And I was just telling him about Guam. I was like, yo, you got to come to Guam. You got to come visit one time. Because oh you're an island guy. He loves Jamaica. He he does this thing where he goes to va- vacation to mm-hmm. Jamaica like every year. Jamaica's really beautiful. But I was also telling him he should just come out to Guam and just see the vibes one time. Man. He was like, yeah, I'm for sure going to I'm gonna look uh, into it. Could you it. imagine that? Could you imagine yeah. him like I was just pushing side? Guam super hard. <laughs> I was like, you would love Guam. There's so much good food here. There's like 
there's a lot of dope places to check out. Our beaches are beautiful, you know. And he's all about that. He's all about that jet ski life. So. And yeah, and then you see him on, you see him, you you know, you see him on on TV, and you see him on the videos, and is he as large and light? I mean, life like he's <laughs> he seems very like. Yeah. Is he is he like that in person? He's super funny in person. Like it's like you see all that on the phone, like. And it, I could see how people could take it the wrong way, but when you see it, when you see it for yourself in person, he's like more chilled out, and uh, he's really like genuinely funny, really really funny in person. <laughs> Just like because he's like such a character, he's really like that in real per- in real life too. Just like a more chilled out version though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's a really good guy, and you could see that he's like a really good dad too. He really loves his kid, and I really respect that. You know. When so when that came out, and then at what point did? Because um, I know that also during the interview, you were talking about future projects, and mm-hmm. you had um, bottled up mm-hmm. bottled with Dinah Jane from Fifth Harmony. Yeah. Um, how did? And I liked that. I really liked that too. <laughs> Thank you. What? I guess how did that um, connection come about? So bottled up is a really old song. I that was like. We made that around the time we made I'm the One, and that was actually for my really good friend uh, Marky Basie. That mm-hmm. that was for his project, and it was like a completely different version before that. And then we just kept trying to make a new version of it, trying to see if we can make like a more current version. And like, cause it it had that single like catchy melody to it. Mm-hmm. And then um, we I someone. T- I forgot who played I think Yeah Mark played it For Dinah In the studio Cause he writes For other artists too mm-hmm. He's an r- amazing Songwriter And she loved The song And her label Loved the song And they decided To do the song together And we just like Kinda redid the beat And then they got Ty Dolla Sign on it And it was cool Just seeing them Perform it on Like the Tonight Show I think yeah. it was the Tonight Show Or it was a Jimmy, Jimmy, it was Jimmy Fallon G- Jimmy Fallon Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seeing that on, on national television Was crazy to me yeah. He's like, hey, that's my beat. Yeah, it's so <laughs> crazy. And then Marky Bassi is, I know, I noticed on your Instagram page, you, you posted, um, was it Die Hard? Then? Die Hard. Uh, he just put that out. We just did that a couple, not too long ago. Uh, there's a, a bunch of talented people involved in that. Uh, we have, um, it's like me, Nick Knack, who else? And then this producer named Count Basie. He produces a lot of Mark Basie stuff, and we also had who else? There was like a bunch of people on that. My my good friend uh, Nate Seifert, mm-hmm. he's he's an amazing writer. He's written for like a bunch of like really big artists, and um, yeah, it's been that was a fun session. Yeah, because I know too. You were saying to look out for him. Like he's he's like yeah. you know he's going to you that you could see him winning. Um, a Grammy, Grammy yeah, in for the sure. future. Yeah, he just because he writes his own stuff and he writes for other people, so like the music is really honest. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly what he wants, and he just went independent. So we're gonna be putting out a lot more soon. Yeah, you know. And then you were talking about how your love, you you have a love for music. You know, back then you were saying you were listening to a lot of rap and mm-hmm. you know rock and everything, like all genres. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like? Like the music now, I mean, there was like a moment in time where like the music wasn't, the music was, eh, Trash. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and you know, for as for someone that me, that's 
way older mm -hmm. than you, David. Uh -huh. um, yeah. 70, like the 70s, 80s, mm -hmm. 90s, I'll say like the hip hop, R&B 90s mm -hmm. was what I really loved. And then it kind of like the current music had lost me. And then I'm mm -hmm. slowly now listening to like certain artists and mm -hmm. music coming out and I'm saying, okay, there is hope for, <laughs> for, for... I think there's always been good music. Um, there's, like, a lot of people who, like, kind of, like, get stuck on, like, a certain age. Oh, this was when hip-hop was great mm -hmm. or whatever. Now it's, like, there's so much music coming out now. Every, like, it's hard to keep up. Like, every Thursday, mm -hmm. they'll drop, like, 20 albums. Like, 20 albums come out on all streaming platforms or whatever. You just got to look for the right one. There's a lot of amazing artists right now, and they're <laughs> killing it. Uh, there's a lot of bad ones too <laughs> uh, like a lot of stuff i don't personally enjoy but like I, i'm always on the i'm always looking for like music that i like mm -hmm. and there's a lot there's a bunch and you know, i think now that there's a lot of platforms now to, mm -hmm. to so it's to more accessible music. yeah it's it's easy to find like really talented people online now are there certain artists that you would love to work with <sighs> so many um I met Khalid in the studio once and he played us like this was like before his album dropped and he played us like the the song he did with Disclosure that's like playing on the mm -hmm. radio right now that song's dope he played us that and then the song called Right Back He's, he seems like a really cool guy I really like hit the way he writes his music he, he also like writes his own stuff too mm -hmm. so I respect him a lot for that and then there's like Her Her oh, is an amazing yes. artist Daniel Caesar super dope I love all the R&B singers coming out these days. And uh, who else? There's so many. There's, uh, man, I really want to work with Shawn Mendes just because he's a huge pop star. And I love his music. He's so I, dope. I, I, would, I will say, talented. I would totally fangirl. And if Clarissa that goes crazy for <laughs> If you look at our, our YouTube on TV, it's all Shawn Mendes stuff. I don't know. It just... I don't know if just how he he came to be mm -hmm. an artist, He's and he never really lost never lost sight and of that. He came, out, he came out doing Vine and stuff. Before. Yeah, and yeah. he learned how to you know mm -hmm. he was just you know and then look at him now and I and I you know when I see like the, the his latest album is I really really yeah, like super dope. And, and I'll admit now I I tend to listen more now mm -hmm. rather than saying like okay well this is all yeah. yeah. Um, I'm loving like the stuff that Mark Ronson's, you know. Mark Ronson out. is a, he's super. He's a legend. I I saw him at a at this award show. They they like, they did this honoring of him mm -hmm. there, just because he's been in the game for a long time and, yeah, it was he performed live and stuff. It was cool. And then um, even the the Ed Sheeran's new album with all the collaborations. Yeah. Like you wouldn't think to. Yeah. And then I think one of the songs, one of the artists actually came to um, perform. PMB Rock. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, actually have a song with PMB Rock. Um, it's with him and Bobby Brackens. We did it like two years ago. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's out. It's called I forgot what it's called. It's called Tap In. <laughs> you yeah. know, I do so many songs. Yeah, <laughs> I can't keep a, up. <laughs> yeah. Tap in. That's the song. Yeah, he killed that. Yeah, PMB Rock is mm -hmm. dope. I love his voice. Ed Sheeran, one of my favorite artists for sure. Just because he's so talented. Mm -hmm. Have you watched the the Apple documentary that they did for him? I haven't. Super sick. But In the first like first ten minutes they show him how he wrote Love Yourself mm -hmm. by Justin Bieber. I, and it's crazy. 
and like yeah just like the collaborations on that and like how he's just putting like you mentioned like music is dropping like mm-hmm. every and and i think he just put out like that whole album like in a span of yeah yeah and and, and the thing is it's it's it, a lot of, you know you would think like oh one song's gonna get lost in it because he's releasing like this song mm-hmm. but yeah. they're all doing incredibly yeah. nowadays, well nowadays a lot of people a lot of artists try not to release like a big too big of a project mm-hmm. just because they want to push the single first and do this whole rollout um yeah but i love the single that he did with bieber it's so catchy like yes. once i heard it i just like couldn't get it out of my head the, i i listened to the rest of the album it really wasn't for me mm-hmm. um but I really love the Bieber one. The that one is super catchy. I loved his album before that too. It's really good. You know, and then there's people that, um, you know, they they look at these people and they figure because Guam is so small, there's no way in hell that they're gonna be able to. And they're not gonna, you know, why would they come here and perform yeah, like, for for us? Because mm-hmm. there's you know the demographic. There's only yeah. so many thousand versus. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Do you, is there, do you see artists wanting to do, you know, because a lot of artists now are doing smaller venues. Mm -hmm. Do you see that as a possibility in the future for Guam? I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, you guys had a lot of people come already, like Kehlani came, right? Mm -hmm. And um, who else came? Janae Aiko, Mm -hmm. all great artists. But I, I think for them, it's just like, they do get paid a lot to come here, I think, and I think it costs too much for to bring them here. I think once we figure that out, like we, the numbers and all that stuff, then I think more people would come here. I think more artists would come here, and see if they see other big artists come here, they're gonna want to come here too, you know. Because I know a lot of these artists go where the money is go, <laughs> money goes, and you know, like that's like just the reality of it. And Guam is so far. Yeah, that's true. That's what kind of like sucks about it, just because like traveling costs so much. When an artist come, you have to their manager comes, their stylist come, yeah. the band has to come, the sound guys come, and like, and that's like so expensive, you know. <laughs> Coming like, uh, if it was like a domestic thing, then mm-hmm. it'd be cheaper. But like. Once they figure it out, you know, I think it could happen. It's not impossible. Yeah. I know I asked you what um, artist you wanted to work with. Is there a song that has been out that you wish you would have produced? Like you heard and you're like, damn, I should have. For sure. There's so many. <laughs> like a lot of like the Ariana Grande stuff, which is cool because like uh, my friends pr- produced a lot of mm-hmm. those and wrote a lot of those. Just seeing my friends win makes me happy. A lo- And... Um, there's a lot. What what songs have been great? Like, I yeah. There's just so many. Uh, like the Shawn Mendes stuff and Camila Cabello. Like those oh, artists, God. so dope. Just and like a lot of my friends worked on those songs. So I'm just like, I don't try to compare myself to them, but I just like try to appreciate it. Cause if I hear something new, and like it's like a hit, it's just like inspiring. Makes me wanna make a catchy song like a better song you know like it's just like keeps me sharpened so especially if it's someone that you know that, that mm-hmm. that's in your you yeah know, for in your sure group. and do you find that true you know that's something that we we've always discussed on this podcast is is to kind of surround yourself with like-minded people yeah. do you find that something is important with you um with super important um that's why uh 
I do this thing where I go to, I I went to Jamaica like every year for the last two years. I went twice so far, but it's like a writing camp, mm-hmm. and they, my publishing company, they would fly out artists and producers and songwriters to this little area in Jamaica. It's like three hours out of Kingston. And they have like a stu- a bunch of studios there, and then we would all like meet in the main area, and then we we were assigned groups each day, and we would all make a song. Oops, we would all make a song, and it's like it feels like summer camp, kind of <laughs> like just there, open bar, you know, free food, and just like <laughs> adult summer camp. Yeah, and we're just <laughs> making music all day, and it's with like really really big songwriters, and that's where I was like most like starstruck because these these are the guys who made like drake's music mm-hmm. like drake's producers were there and beyonce's producers uh, ariana grande's producers and songwriters like they're all there and like when i got into the room with these guys like it was so easy to make a really good song and it's just like it was really fun doing that too at the same time it was crazy too because there's just like so many people there or not so many people but like seeing a lot of people in one room write one song together it's a crazy process to see in person and especially because everyone is super talented so it keeps you on your toes because <laughs> you got to be like oh i gotta make something cool too you know like and yeah it's been dope like one of my friends on the from the last trip they just got a song on the new lion king album with which was executive oh. produced by beyonce so that song made the one of the songs they made made the album so it was crazy to see that yeah it's crazy you know with and people when they hear a song they automatically see the artist you know not necessarily like the pro the process that goes behind Mm -hmm. it um you know there's a show on and i'm pretty sure you're probably too busy to watch tv but there's a show on nbc called songland okay and it it's it's artists that see these songwriters you know produce uh present them their song you know in hopes that that artist will pick their song to be on their album. Oh, wow. So, and then, so they, you know, they perform it and then there are producers there. So mm-hmm. you have like Ryan Tedder. Oh, wow. Um, uh, the producer for oh, Rihanna, Esther yeah. Dean. Okay. And then um, one of, like a, a country producer. And so when the artist was like, and so they had like Jonas Brothers on, and mm-hmm. so they really they, they'll pick like two or three songs, mm-hmm. and those songwriters will work with the producer, oh, and wow. they'll be like, okay, it's a good it was a good lyric, but you need to maybe yeah. up the beat or mm-hmm. thing, and then they present the final product to the the, the the judge, and then they select which one goes on their album, and they do a a, a video. That's interesting. I gotta check it out. I don't have cable, so. <laughs> I just watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And it's and it's a really good show because you you can cool. you're kind of pulling back the curtain and yeah. seeing the whole process that goes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they started out with this edition this this song and then at the end, you know, the revisions and everything mm-hmm. and and like the songs that come out as a final product, I mean, are really dope. good. Yeah. Like I love the one from the Black Eyed Peas and Snoop Dogg that and that okay. song was from one of the the ones that they selected be nice oh wow that's so crazy that's that's sick that's a cool concept so and you know the, you know when seeing like yeah. those shows where it's just a singer yeah. and you, you you see that and and it 
it lets people appreciate more like the behind the scenes yeah. and stuff for sure and you've been on guam for um for about a week already week two weeks i want to week? say five days yeah. and 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 then you know you you go out you go out obviously and yeah. you see some of like the local talent and then you see you know you hear about some of our bands heading out to the island uh, to the states to perform like tours and stuff mm-hmm. like that is that helping kind of put, do you feel like that that's it's a it's good because we're putting out you know this is where you know we're from guam this yeah. is where oh yeah um yeah i, I want to see guam win you know i, I want to see more songwriters come out and like do their thing you know regardless of the circumstances or whatever like especially now we have the we have youtube and soundcloud and stuff mm-hmm. like if i really want to encourage like anyone who's like aspiring who's an aspiring songwriter to just put out your stuff like refine your craft and just like make sure your song like play it for your friends you know get some critique like honest critique not some like oh this is this sounds dope yeah like head bobbing stuff like nah like you really want it you want to put out your best product if you're going to put it out and then when you do put as much as you can i feel like that's how you can gain exposure these days so when you do have a listener Mm -hmm. and they check out your like newest song or whatever and they enjoy your music they can check out your entire catalog that you already have up on there and i think that's a good way to do things uh, right now but yeah i'm hoping there'd be more like guang songwriters or producers that you know blow up because yeah. i want to work with them too why not <laughs> and you know and, and with you talking about that I was going to ask what advice would you give to 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 those because like we were mentioning it's it's a the music industry is a is a cutthroat industry you mm-hmm. know and and there's going to be ups and there's mm-hmm. going to be I'm sure you're going to be experience a lot of downs before finding those ups but um how do you not get discouraged in such a tough industry It's hard to not get discouraged like um it really is because especially with like social media and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like you you see especially for me like now that i'm like friends with a lot of people in the industry and if you if you go on like instagram whatever you just constantly see people just doing really well Mm -hmm. and that could mess your head up a little you know if you're constantly just seeing that and then your situation is not as good so you might subconsciously compare your situation to their situation and i don't think that's healthy so i try to not to take i try not to look at what they're doing on their on the other side and just like focus in my own lane and just try to get stuff done by myself and my team whatever and um, not to take social media too seriously i only i really just use social media to like keep in contact with friends and promote like whatever stuff i'm dropping Mm -hmm. but besides that like because i see a lot of people who just take social media way too seriously (laughs) nowadays like and they develop like anxiety and Mm -hmm. like depression because of it i see it happen and i don't think it's healthy like maybe give yourself a break from that kind of stuff and focus on what you're doing like if it's the music then just like stop all the nonsense like and just just do the music or if it's like art just do your art and then just like when you're ready put it out and just like try to be productive because like blowing up is only half the battle Mm -hmm. you know you got to stay up there and nowadays it's so easy to put out a hit and just go away after like your song could do really well and then 
you can be irrelevant in the next month because there's always going to be like a fresh new artist that a label found or whatever like uh, then people are constantly going viral like musicians mm-hmm. artists are going viral all the time so it's like you're constantly head above water and yeah it's just like it's a crazy journey but if you really enjoy doing that then i i say by all means go for it but you can't expect things to happen overnight you know it's gonna be rough there's a lot of like it's a lot of long nights making just like making music for like a whole like a whole week and just like nothing coming of it Mm -hmm. there's stuff like that but yeah that's just like the reality of it but i really think people should go for it just go for it you know and constantly hone their craft yeah of course yeah you gotta constantly be getting better because music is constantly evolving with the streams like music's just dropping every week like and there's always a new trend in music or the sound and you don't want to be the producer or songwriter that follows the trend you want to just do your own thing and set your own sound that way you have people coming to you like i want a song that sounds like this like i want his style so i'm gonna go to this producer or a songwriter and that's how you like stay in the game like you gotta develop your own sound and your you gotta be original you gotta have your own wave th- so that people come to you instead of you going to them with like songs that are like outdated already mm-hmm. yeah and you it, with you being on guam too it's is it an opportunity to kind of reset recharge and and yep <laughs> that's exactly why it came just like uh, i was like getting just like tired out there just i missed i was getting really homesick so i just decided to just come here for like a month and just hang out with family and friends and just clear my head a little bit before i get back in because once i get back in it's just i'm gonna just go full speed you know i want to get hits out next year and just like go hard and do you have any um i guess you know, once you leave here, I mean, what does the future have in store for you? I know you said you're going to continue to, you yeah. know, go hard on, yeah. on everything. I have but a lot of exciting stuff happening. Uh, I have my first K-pop placement coming out this fall. It's with a group called Twice. I think they came here before. Yes. Yeah. So I got a K-pop placement with them. Uh, super excited about that just because I'm Korean American <laughs> and like I think it, it'd be cool to have like a Korean song come in out. case yeah. in case you guys are wondering because there's no like video or proof that <laughs> he, he's telling the truth he is yeah, I'm Korean, Korean. Korean. full blood native speaker everything <laughs> don't let it fool you he loves Chamorro food <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I consider myself like Chamorro too <laughs> <laughs> okay. but yeah. twice so you have twice uh, cap- which you know I, my my kids are huge K-pop fans. Really? And Twice is is my boy's like really? favorite like band. So he that's interesting. Yeah, my I I didn't know too much about them because I I haven't really like listened to K-pop these days. Like especially like recently. Um, just because like I've been so busy with work and stuff, and like I haven't really been because like K-pop, it's before it used to just kind of like be like a late just used to be late on trends and just like it sounded like it was like a copy of like american music Mm -hmm. like you can hear the influence a lot sometimes it's like too blatant 
and it's just like, I can't take it seriously. But I think now, like, they're developing their own sound and their own style, and just like seeing them do really well on the American charts. Oh, it's yeah. like that's convinced me like seeing bts like they're just like collabing with halsey and like they're just killing it you know makes me proud but um yeah it was this was like super random like this <laughs> this k-pop song that i'm doing i just i did a i had a meeting with their label out in la and they wanted to hear what like the music that i made and stuff and so i just played them a bunch of demos and they really liked all of it so we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff in the future yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Well, you know, thank you so much for for coming in and 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 just sharing just a little bit of what you've been up to. And, Anytime. And I'm so yeah. glad that you're here to get the R and R that you need to get, go back and you know yeah. kick ass when you go back to LA. For sure. Um, you know, and for people that are listening to, I guess, where can they keep up to date with with you know um, your the latest stuff that you're that you're putting out or, or working on? Um. I usually, when I have a new song coming out, I'll promote it on my Instagram, at DavidDior underscore. Uh, besides that, I don't, I'm not really too active on a lot of stuff, but yeah, if I have a song coming out, on, uh, I'll put it on Instagram. I'll post it. I'll promote it like crazy. Uh, and yeah, like I, I'm, I'm working on, I want to put out my own project soon with Nick and yeah, we're we're trying to figure that out because I want to get like big artists on there. Do you see down the line if an opportunity presents itself um, to maybe hold like a um, like some sort of camp here? Yeah, for? that's crazy because I was just telling my friend about that yesterday. I want to do like a, I don't know how I would um, put it together, but whoever if if i find the right person to help me out with this like i do want to put like a workshop together here like and like whoever wants whoever's into making beats and stuff mm-hmm. like i want however i can because that's what i'm good at i want to help teach them and like we can all like sample swap and like that's like stuff producers are into we're all like nerds at the end of the day we're all into like (laughs) stuff like online just like downloading sample packs and trading sounds and stuff like that i think we could start a little cool scene out here you know and i want to i want to be one of the people who do that like that's the way i can give back out here that's one way i could for sure give back and yeah like i definitely want to put that together but i want to do it the right way i don't want to rush it yeah i want to make it legit like with the right equipment and the right people the right team and like promote it properly yeah that's how i want to do it because i don't want to like half-ass yeah of anything course. and it looks bad on me too and if if it's not good and stuff like that and guam is small you know you gotta <laughs> you don't want to be like known everyone as a guy <laughs> like who did like a fire festival kind of situation in guam you know like you don't want that so yeah I, it's gonna take a lot of preparation and like a good team but once it happens it'll happen yeah and that's something we I, i'm sure many will look forward to because For there sure. are pr- there are there's a lot of talented people here and there are studio you know studios set up mm-hmm. and there are people you know producing uh their own beats and everything so i'm sure like guidance in mm-hmm. terms of For sure. um knowing that they're not it's it, that you know that it's not their talent's not going unnoticed uh, of course uh, yeah. of course i'm constantly looking on soundcloud and stuff so i encourage people to upload their stuff on soundcloud I, I'm always listening to like 
songs that don't even have any plays and like that's happened before like i've listened to songs on soundcloud and i really liked it and i would just like save it on my playlist and i would listen to it in the car all the time just because i'm like a fan of it and then these artists would suddenly like get a label deal and blow up and it would be crazy (laughs) and like my friends would be like I would play for my friends and stuff. They'll be like, "Yo, didn't you like listen to this like way before, like, like years ago?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like." And now they're like big artists <laughs> on the radio. It's crazy. <laughs> so I really encourage people to put out their stuff and showcase their talents, but also like don't just put it out because you want to put it out. Make sure it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Get like the most harsh critique you can you can from your best friends, because that's what I did. Like I always like play my music for people who, who um who can be honest with me and stuff stuff like that and just so i can get better you always want to evolve and refine yourself and that's yeah yeah well i know this is not the last one gonna see of you because i'm determined to have dinner and drinks with you before (laughs) you leave and your girlfriend and um you know for those that are listening make sure you can listen to this podcast and all the other podcasts on our koam podcast network on uh spotify and soundcloud and make sure you subscribe because you get alerts every time there's a new podcast like this that is uh posted um and and you know keep an eye out for for david because i I mean i I think he's just getting started honestly we're gonna this is not that we're gonna hear more and more from him and in about maybe i don't know i'm gonna call it maybe in a few months we're gonna be doing another (laughs) skype interview or something because he has a big release or something but but thank you so much i'm i'm so thrilled that we finally get to meet in person yeah not only do i it not only do i enjoy um you know, because he's such a uh, talented producer, but also him and his girlfriend are big foodies. So oh, that's yeah. another bonus. Oh, yeah. Every uh, They call me the platter killer <laughs> in, in the States. They see me eat and they're like, oh, that's a platter killer. Because <laughs> I'd be killing platters. I, they see, man, you'd be shocked the way I eat. <laughs> well, like I'll see, I will go, I will go on his Instagram stories and I'll see like all the, the food they're eating. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> you gotta come out once I'll take you to all the real food spots in LA LA really opened my eyes to like eating really good like, like, yes yeah. I, I, Guam I, is up there too like they got stuff out here that can't even compare in LA. And, and, and we're just coming out with more and more like yeah. creative stuff so you mm-hmm. know being innovative but yeah I've been yeah. noticing yeah, and I'm gonna, we're gonna take we're gonna <laughs> take you to one of those places and then give you a platter. Yeah. <laughs> so until then, make sure you subscribe and 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 um, is there anything any shout outs that you want to get out before we uh, s- get out of here? Shout out to KOM and to you for having me. Thank you for having me again. And um, it's always nice to have people from home want to connect again. And it's an honor, really, just to be representing Guam. And I'm always working hard so that we can get that shine again, you know? And, like, to all the new up-and-coming, like, young kids, like, keep at it. Put your stuff out because I'm listening. And I want to sign my own songwriter soon. Like, really soon. So, but it's got to be good stuff. Like, I'm not going to co-sign trash if it's trash, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm really honest about that stuff. So, um yeah man just keep at it to everyone who's into music and art or whatever just keep doing your thing and we'll 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 run we'll cross paths soon thanks we'll put we'll put david until then adios (laughs) 